Girlfriend, Girlfriend, Ex-Boyfriend is underwritten by a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and brought to you by viewers like you. It's already done. We've already restarted once. Uh, oh no. Anyway, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Girlfriend, Girlfriend, Ex-Boyfriend. I am Lord Jordan. Emma. And Georgia. Who, I think you should know this, on the Spotify page or whatever, the Anchor page, mm. it's listed as Jordan, Emma, and Jordan's podcast. Mm. Is it? Yeah. So poor Georgia doesn't even get their name Did I fuck up that on up? the podcast. I'll fix that this Thank week. Thank you. I didn't Georgia, know. your participation in this podcast is very much appreciated. Uh-huh. So, in yet another um, week of your hipsterisms and your lily hipsterisms. padding, you're knitting. You're knitting on the show now. Yeah, okay. I did crosswords once. That's what we think about it. Yeah. Because I did like, the crossword once in the show, and I thought that was so much fun. Uh, didn't you think that was fun? I think you were, like, disengaged from the show. Was not. I just, you know. And so now we're gonna be sitting here talking about something, and then okay. we're like, "Okay, Emma, what do you think about that?" Hold on, I have to knit one pair When I'm making like beautiful hand knit things for all of my friends, I just won't make you your balaclava. Mm, yeah. That's how I'll get revenge on you for your rudeness, Sir Jordan Perry. Well, I have a, a story this week that we oh. can kick the show off with. Okay. This is from um, this is from sleepmeeting.org. Sleepmeeting? Sleepmeeting.org. Okay. I'm intrigued. Atheists are more likely to sleep better than Catholics and Baptists. (laughs) How do you sleep at night, Jordan? Statistically better than Catholics? Yeah. I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Darien, Illinois. A new study of sleep, religious affiliation, and perceptions of heaven found that atheists and agnostics are significantly uh, significantly more likely to be better sleepers than Catholics and Baptists. Preliminary results show that 73% of atheists and agnostics reported getting seven or more hours of nightly sleep, which is recommended by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, to promote optimal health, in contrast to 63% of Catholics and only 55% of Baptists who reported sleeping at least seven hours per night. Uh, Atheists and agnostics are reported experiencing less difficulty falling asleep. Mental health is increasingly discussed in church settings, as it should be, but sleep health is not discussed, said lead author Kyla Ferguson, a student at Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Mm -hmm. Yet we know that sleep uh, loss undercuts many human abilities that are considered to be core values of the church. Being a positive member of a social community, expressing love and compassion rather than anger or judgment, and displaying integrity and moral reasoning and behavior. What a fucking Texan, with you. Could getting better sleep help some people grow in their faith or become better Christians? We don't know the answer to that yet, but we do know that mental, physical, and cognitive health are intertwined with uh, sleep health in general population. So yeah, do you only go to Baylor University in Waco if you're like from Waco, you think? Uh, you only go to Baylor University in Waco if you're a Christian. Yeah. 
like, I guess there are some students that aren't Christian that go there. It's a very Christian school. They have an excellent music theory program. It's like I couldn't go to Brigham Young University because I'm not Mormon. No, I think you could. You could. You wouldn't want to. Like, It'd probably be miserable, right? Yeah, like, but you. But so they wouldn't stop you from enrolling. It's, it's less miserable for the non-Mormons, right? So if you were like me... Because they're into it, <laughs> right? For the non-Mormons. For the oh. non-Mormons. Uh, I thought you said for the Mormons. No, for the non-Mormons. Like, if you're, like, if I went and was technically Mormon, I'd be, like, beholden to, like, every single rule the church has ever made, basically, God and damn. have to go to church and all that. If you went there, you would just have to follow the school's, like, general guidelines and take a couple religion classes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you still wouldn't be able to have sex, but at least you'd be able to have, like, coffee. Well, is Jordan having much sex right now? Like Sometimes. He doesn't Depends. like coffee. No, coffee's disgusting. Um, Sounds like a lose-lose to me. I'd want to go to, like, Brigham Young University Why? as a as a lark, as a joke, to, like, see what hijinks I get up to there, like... Like Rodney, community style? Rodney Dangerfield, sort of, like, yeah. Oh my goodness. The, like, wouldn't animal house. Yeah, he wouldn't... There wouldn't be nothing to get into, right? I could, I, oh, you, you meant like academically he couldn't get into <laughs> Yeah, I thought you meant like, like all the Mormons would just laugh at him and then go off to church study or whatever no I meant like you wouldn't be able to get into the college they wouldn't accept you damn they could accept me I'm pretty smart I got pretty good marks but in school it's pretty competitive to get into BYU isn't it yeah because yeah. every parent wants their little Mormon child to go there yeah well I mean like I'd want to go there to cause hijinks and mayhem which yeah. I could certainly do. And they'd have lots of, like... Like, you'd have to have a religious affiliation to get in. I do have a religious affiliation. I am a Satanist. <laughs> God, yeah, that's gonna work out real well with yeah. the Mormon crew. Um, you would need to have, like, a religious leader who could vouch for you. To say you were Christian, basically. No, to say you were religious. Uh, do, I, do you think they would accept a Muslim student? Yes. Oh. Dave, who hangs out in the underpass, he could vouch for me. They just don't want you to be an atheist. Yeah. Well, Whoop, too late on that one, huh? But, like, I'm the type of Satanist as well who doesn't believe in the devil. Exactly. So, like, if I don't believe in the devil, I can't in a roundabout way believe in God. So, yeah, I guess I'm fucked there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. See, I'm being very present, and I'm getting some more rose done, mm-hmm. so... Well, do you have anything to talk about on the show this week? Georgia doesn't have anything. And you don't want me to read a bunch of articles. Well, I just, you know, I thought we'd, like, create, like, a jar of topics and such. Um, I've been, think, like, too exhausted this week to make oh, a jar I of watched, topics. I watched the, um, Destiel clip. Yes, yes, you finally oh, subjected yourself to that. How was it for you? Um, very not gay. Like, yeah. Painfully heterosexual. Painfully heterosexual for uh, I Love You confession between two men. So, that show is ending now, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's got two more episodes. So, they did, they pulled this stunt of, like, yeah. confirming a ship right at the very end. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off there because it's not confirming a ship. Yeah. Because it's not requited. It's unrequited love. Yeah, and it's not even confirmed as being gay. It's just... Yeah, because he's a technically he's an angel, so he's genderless. And but point being, no, I mean like he was like, I care about this person, and I care about this person, and I care about this person, and I care about you. 
It's not like I'm uh, in love with you, Jensen man. Ackles. <laughs> but no, the point is they've they've done this, which is a kind of sorta like, hey, I love you. But the show is ending, mm-hmm. so there's not going to be a storyline in next season or two seasons down the road where it's like, we have to save him from Tartarus or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's gone forever, and ever and ever and ever. People <laughs> were joking that if they did get another season, they would pull some movie magic to make it so, I came back, but my old vessel got destroyed. My new vessel is a hot blonde chick. Like, <laughs> some of that kind of bullshit. But that would require Supernatural to want to have a woman as a lead. Which they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but no, it's kind of like, it's like the same letdown with, like, Merlin, right? Of, like, where you spend all of, like, watching Merlin, waiting for, like, Arthur to find out that Merlin's magical, right? I've never seen Merlin. Or is this a show? It's a it's CW a show. show. CW show. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> full circle. I just remember being very disappointed by Merlin. I think it was that, like, you kept waiting for people to find out that Merlin had magic, and then they do on, like, the last episode, and then it's over. Well, I mean, the show's called Merlin, so I figured they're following Merlin the whole time, right? So do we know that Merlin's magic, or is it presented as, like, Merlin's just a guy? We know that that Merlin's magical, but no one else does. Okay. Because I I saw the... Well, one guy does. I saw the movie Merlin when I was a kid, and it was... uh, it was one of those movies that was on two tapes. Mm. Like Titanic. It's a double feature. I think our neighbors are smoking some oregano. I don't know. I don't smell anything. No, nah, they started doing it again recently. I can, if you go outside at night, you can smell it. Well, I was... Uh, this is the shittiest knit anyone ever knit. knit. I was... Way uh, better than my knit. I was smelling fish this morning because you guys cooked salmon. Sorry. Yeah, it still <laughs> smells like fish in the apartment. <laughs> I need some protein. I'm sorry. Learn how to eat meat. <laughs> eat steak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eat stinky fish. You. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I just I also love my, steak. My yeah, steak's really good. You're welcome to, to make your own steak. Well, I don't go to the grocery store. You can just go to the bus stop. It's COVID. <laughs> On a bus. Yes, I'm gonna pay the uh, like five dollars each way to then go spend fifteen dollars on a single steak to bring. Oh, I dropped it. Like Georgia could walk to the grocery store and it would be more efficient. I dropped my knitting. Thanks, guys. Well, we did say we didn't think it would be. You're the not, best idea. Yeah, you're not going to be able to focus on both. You're going to fuck up one of them. I'm absolutely going to be able to focus on both. I think I can pick this stitch up. Alright. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm present! Anything else of note? I couldn't get a PS5 this week. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan failed to get a PS5. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the PS5, Instacart, I got an alert today or yesterday. Uh-huh. To go buy a PS5 for someone? <laughs> no, no. But they've started doing like... Um, They've partnered with Best Buy now. Mm. So if Best Buy had a PS5, I could go get a PS5 for someone. Mm. But here's the thing. They have to, like, digitally sign to, like, say that they received it and yada, yada, yada. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I would still be terrified to take one of those orders. Mm. I feel like I would absolutely get the one motherfucker who would, like, like, screw me over in some way. Like, he would sign for it, right? And he'd get it. He'd go, thank you so much, Emma. 
I really appreciate this, yada, yada, yada. And then he'd go and he'd, he'd very carefully take the PS5 out and then fill it with rocks and wrap it all back up again, like fill the container with rocks. And then he'd call Instacart support and say, hey, there's no fucking PS5 in here. There's just a box full of rocks. Or, and I get screwed. And I've got to pay like 500 bucks for a PS4 that I didn't even get. Or you'd just get mugged on the way out of Valley View. God. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. It's, it was a bummer. Like, no stores got one physical. It all got ed up by pre-orders, which got ed up by bots, which are now flipping them on eBay or trying to. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's a buyer's market right now. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, if it was any other year, I would think that people could make a couple hundred bucks scalping them, right? For, like, the Christmas season or what have you, but nobody's got any fucking money right now. I saw a guy on Craigslist had an ad up for one for 540 for the disc version, mm-hmm. which I thought was really weird and sus. Because, like, yeah. it's $500 by default, and then it would have been, like, with tax, it would have been, like, 540 or 550 So why is he charging me regular-ass price on Craigslist for a PS5 He's not, plus he's robbing tax? you. Yeah, so... He's setting up a hit, Jordan. Like. I mean, I emailed because I was curious, and I kind of want a PS5, because I'm like, I'd pay, like, an extra... 40 bucks. I wonder what his I was going story to anyway. is. Yeah. But no one's emailed me back, so no. Maybe right. it's a fishing thing. Kate got hers. Um, and her brother did too, right? No, her brother recovered from cancer. <laughs> I thought she was getting it for her brother who recovered from cancer. No, I think Kate is getting herself a PS5 and her brother is in remission. <laughs> No, then I thought I thought he was like getting all kinds of like GameStop and Amazon gift cards and he was going to pile all those together. No. To get... I don't know. All I know PS5. is Kate got a, secured a PS5 and uh, her brother's in remission. So okay, we're very her. happy for Kate. It's been a big year for Kate. Getting engaged, getting mm-hmm. the PS5. Mm-hmm. Getting cats Kate. on DVD. She's on the Discord. Yeah. It's, uh, Kate Kauai, right? Is that, is that her? It's Kate Wai. Kate Wai. So K8 Kate. Um, she sent me the amiibo card for Animal Crossing that got me stitches in my village, and in return, I mailed her my DVD copy of Cats 2019, because uh, every Blu-ray nowadays comes with the DVD and the Blu-ray and the digital, and I only need the Blu-ray. And Kate likes cats as much as I do. You got a friend. I do have a friend. But you... It was, uh, it was interesting, like, how we almost ran into each other, actually. We went to go see Cats on the same day in Richmond uh, on the Broadway tour. But I went to go see the matinee, and they went to see the evening show. Her and her fiancé now? I think, or... I don't remember. Getting it was that, that was in February, so it was, like, a million years ago. Yeah, it really like, was. Like, right before all this hit. It really was. God, I think I split a stitch into two new stitches. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. That's okay. I used cheap yarn, so I'm not upset. So I was gonna see Cabaret this year as well at the yes, Mill Mountain Theater, but canceled. So yeah, understandably. It's uh, it's the year of not doing things, which is a bummer because this is the year I was gonna do things. Me too. This was gonna be like my life changing year, and in many ways it has been. But like, I wanted to dedicate myself more to um, getting out there, doing things, meeting people. And instead, I've just gotten forced back into my regular life of... Hey, you started a podcast. I did start I've a podcast. I've been forced to be an introvert. Yeah. I fucked up on. That's why you're trying to get to parasocial right now with your streaming. Yeah. hmm Because mm-hmm. I need people to talk to. <laughs> Are we not... 
We're not talk to you. We're not, uh, we're not people. (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I'm just, y'all, I'm not looking forward to that ten and a half hour day. I love the kids. I love the kids so much. I'm gonna press F on the world's tiniest keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Throw my blood at you. Have to, have to work a day like the rest, put your nose to the grindstone. Like the rest of us poor Shut slobs. Up. <laughs> okay. You are not looking after 18 or so first and second graders. No, the USDA is just fucking with me royal. <laughs> oh my goodness. Listen, if you drop a cabbage, okay. You guys are gross. <laughs> if you drop a cabbage, the worst thing that happens is somebody maybe writes you up for wasting a cabbage. Hmm. If I drop a child... See, we're not dealing with, like, a cabbage, though. I'm dealing with crates and crates of cabbages that we have to, <laughs> that we have to get rid of, like, now, now, now. Otherwise, they're going to go rotten because vegetables suck. And they go rotten, like, bam, bam, bam. And you have to get rid of them. Otherwise, it's like, shit, the cooler stinks. There's all this rotten cabbage in here. There's all this cabbage goo that's been leaking out. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a living nightmare. Goodness, it sounds like it. You just blasted out our viewers' ears. I can, I can, I can edit that. I can fix the gain on that. You need to go in the editing suite. No, I'm not going to go in the toilet to edit today. I'm probably honestly after we're done, I'm just going to save this, come back to it later because I'm going to go visit my granny today. You're valid. I'm going to babysitting today. We got um, knitting. We released the show last week on Sunday, so I was thinking we could scooch over to a Sunday time Sunday slot. Sunday release? Yeah, do a Sunday time slot. That way, if we don't record Friday, we don't have to rush to do it Saturday. Yeah. You know, like we can record Friday or Saturday, and then we can release on Sunday. Roanoke's number one alternative to church, the cor- the uh, girlfriend, know, girlfriend, ex-boyfriend podcast. Have we ever done it before? Have we ever missed church on a Sunday? Never. <laughs> uh, how do you sleep at night being Jewish? Very poorly. Very <laughs> poorly. I keep having nightmares like a gunman comes to school. Oh, God. And, like, like he's, for whatever reason, he's also a Nazi. And there's, like, one Jewish child, and there's me, and he forces us into the corner and, like, executes us in front of the good Christian children. I have this nightmare, like, six times. Oh, my God. See, the only thing I have nightmares about is shelves falling over. <laughs> Nah, man. This one mom keeps coming into the school, and it's against the rules for the parents to go into the fucking school because you know coronavirus. Yeah. God, I have I have the worst nightmares about work. Y'all have no fucking clue. Like I feel like every week I have at least one dream about the children being killed in some horrible accident, <laughs> and then I just like wake up and have to live with the guilt, you know. What do you have nightmares about, Georgia? <laughs> I have nightmares about everything in the freezer collapsing. Do you have nightmares about LA Emma has nightmares about no. children dying. What do you have nightmares <laughs> about? I don't have nightmares about my work. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I just have nightmares about getting assaulted. I used to have this a lot, too. <laughs> then I got new stuff to be stressed about. This is true. Ugh brains are weird. Oh, man. I can't wait to record the next Degrassi Files. I want to do that tomorrow. Well, let's not talk um, about the other show too much on this show. Like, let's be present for this show. Okay, being present. Jeez. Never. It's meditative. Um, much like other people that we discussed 
yeah. at other times. I saw a headline for an article about how meditation is just capitalist propaganda, and I should have clicked on it because I'm very, very curious as to what that <laughs> means. Hold on, that sounds cool. Let me type Jordan's been trying to find this article. Is capitalist. I guess it's like that you're not supposed to like focus on your actual surroundings as a source of discomfort. It's like how like Buddhism is like pro oppression because you should just be enlightened without anything. Or you should uh, follow your karma. Well, I feel like that's not Buddhism. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Well, the term karma is not Buddhist, but there's like four different main schools of, of Buddhist thought. Okay. So and those that deal with is dharma. it meditation in America? Capitalism is taking over mindfulness. Is it that, or did Probably. it literally, or was it a literally clickbait title of meditation is capitalist propaganda? No, it's that one. It's that one. I'm guessing. Can I just really quick make an assumption? Make an asset of me and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing as we're talking about like all those like super expensive meditation mats and stools and tapes and. Really, that would be such a boring tank. Also, what is going on with the audio? You're tapping your foot and it's shaking the uh, table. <laughs> <laughs> You're shaking your leg and do it. Yeah. See, it's making those little bitty waves that are in there. Yeah, it also it looks a lot smaller on there, like the sound waves, than the actual volume. Well, because also a we're dedicated listener to the to the girlfriend girlfriend ex boyfriend podcast. I've never listened to our podcast. We're also zoomed out from the uh, individual. Thing, so. Yeah. Anyway, this Maybe. comes to us from Vox.com. Capitalism as a way of co-opting a lot of our culture's best ideas. Great concepts in fashion, music, and wellness are constantly rebranded and used to peddle consumer products. Mm-hmm. Whether it's punk music or yoga, industry will always find a way to profit from it. Is mindfulness meditation the latest victim? This are this is the argument David Forbes, um, a professor of contemplative education at Brooklyn College, makes in his new book. I'm sorry, mindfulness. A professor of what? He is a professor of contemplative education sorry, at I'm Brooklyn sorry, College. Yeah. Mindfulness and its discontents. Um, the number of Americans who have tried meditation has tripled since 2012, and many are doing it uh, doing a specific practice with Buddhist roots called mindfulness which involves directing your attention to your experience in the present moment with kindness and without judgment. Uh, the practice is increasingly being offered in schools, healthcare facilities, and prisons to improve well-being. Mm-hmm. So how is this a bad thing? A lightly edited transcript of my uh, conversation with Forbes follows. Sean, what does the mindfulness movement in America look like from your point of view, and how is it changing? Forbes. It's a lot of different things. The mindfulness you see in Buddhist communities is not the same mindfulness being promoted in, co- in corporations and schools across the country. There are lots of people who join mindfulness groups, take an MBSR, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction course, and being part of a small community, that helps a lot. And plenty of people just practice mindfulness by themselves, in isolation, at home, or wherever. At the same time, mindfulness is also becoming an industry, and lots of companies are cashing in on it. I live in New York, and money-making studios popping up all over the place, and mindfulness is being marketed by them as very much an individualistic practice, which is not healthy, even further uh, contributes to stress and ill health. So I guess he's saying it's because it's not a community thing, it's a yourself thing, which is very American, I would say. 
like in general because like we're very away from community mindset in America. This is true. This is very true. I think it's, it's always very much about, like, whenever people are angry and upset, no matter which side they're on, it's always, like, my interests, my rights, yada, yada, yada. And not, like, yeah. the rights of the many or the interests of the many. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I think part of the American individualism is a lie sold to us by capitalists. Um, make us feel like everything that we do like like all circumstances of your life are your fault and your fault alone there is no one else you can turn to it's, you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps ignoring the role of community I think we've been brainwashed by that quite a bit and now we don't interact with our communities mm. like when I was like a little kid we had this thing called Flamingo Fridays where everybody in the neighborhood would like gather on one block and we have like a big block party like the third Friday of every month. And I kept getting older and they kept not doing it all of a sudden because mm-hmm. there was just like all of a sudden community wasn't in. Are these, uh, were these the parties where you had to eat ketchup on hot dog buns? No, these were different parties because these ones were like, these were, <laughs> I got to eat like beans on hot dog stuff. buns. Yeah. <laughs> No, these were like, they were big block parties, right? So everybody would bring like a covered dish. So everybody would bring like either soda or beer or burgers or appetizers. Yeah. And so there would always be like hummus and veggie platters and desserts and fruit and stuff. So I actually got to eat food uh-huh. at these events, which sounds insane. So that article was much more legit than I thought it would be. I, th- yeah. I was hoping it would be one of those more insane like clickbait things mm-hmm. where like. Um, but it was just truth. Something about, like, X X is ruined by capitalism, but it's actually, like, an actual ridiculous, weird yeah. statement. Like, how Tom Tom Nook is Satan. God. <laughs> Tom Nook gives you a zero-interest loan. On a house. On, on a an island. House. And there's no, like, timer. You yeah. don't have to, you know, pay it off by X date. Pay it off whenever you want. or you Whenever don't have you to, can. Or yeah. you don't have to pay it off at all if you don't want. Yeah. Like, you only have to pay it off if you want to upgrade your house, which I think is completely reasonable. And it's more of a statement about the individual of the player, because it's, you're not satisfied until you have the biggest house. And this is why Animal Crossing is evil. (laughs) (laughs) The philosophy of the shopping cart uh, thing. Have you read that post, that green text? No. Jordan, do you know what I'm talking about? The shopping cart dilemma? No, and I've read a lot of green text. So essentially, it's saying like the true test of goodness in humanity is whether or not you put the shopping cart back. Oh, that. Mm. You know, that like no one's going to hold a gun to your head. Like, it's not going to, you're not going to get in trouble if you don't do it. You know, nothing karmically is going to happen. But if you do take the time out of your day to put the shopping cart up, you're making someone else's life a lot better. Like, you're helping your community. You're helping an individual who works at the store. Yes, but then there's the other side of that, where it's like, oh, I'm a person who put the cart back, and I'm looking at someone who didn't, and now I get to feel superior to them. Because (laughs) I put the cart back, and they didn't, and I'm a better person. Me! Me! You know, there's no such thing as true altruism. No, I get a paycheck for my job. Yeah. So, you know. Exactly. Like, like, whether it's, like, feeling better about yourself or making other people feel worse about themselves, can you please open that window so I can see? There's no such thing as true altruism. 
What do you need to see out there? Oh, you have a beautiful view. Why don't you keep your window open, like, all the time? Because the sun hurts my eyes. My goodness. <laughs> I'm like, still knitting. I like to see. come in here and uh, relax. Close the blinds. I like to just, I come in here in the afternoon, and it's like, if I don't want to get right on the PS quadruple ball, and I'll come back here, close the door, strip off, lay right in the bed, and enjoy, <laughs> and enjoy the shade. Poor Georgia is sitting directly yeah. on the bed when you sit <laughs> Yeah, I know. Why am I sitting on the bed? Why am I not sitting in the chair, Jordan? Because you hate chairs. It's, it's a very uncomfortable chair. Yeah, and I've sat on the couch, and your naked butt's been on the couch. Oh my goodness! Not my naked butt, no. no. Weren't you like fully nude that one day I came home early? No, they were just topless. Well, some level of nudity I have like, and I yeah. have not had any. Uh, I sit on your shower stool to clean out Genevieve's cat box. I know your butt's on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole house full of butts, I'm telling you. We all sit on the toilet without, like, the toilet <laughs> paper thing, you know? Oh, my god. What do you think about people who do that, by the way? I think they, it's so stupid. They cover the toilet seat with that paper? I genuinely think, like, if that's where your life is... I that's what I used to do. <laughs> Baby. I love you so much. It's not like I judge your character. It's just like, I think it's a little insane. I feel like we live in a world where there are toilets. And if it's if you feel like it's so dirty that you feel the need to put the thing down, I feel like you should just use a different toilet, you know? What if there's not a different toilet? Then you squat. You hover. No, you, you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. Women should stop doing that because it's disgusting, Emma. I used to be a janitor and had to clean out the toilets at Goodwill when I worked there. And like, oh my God, women are disgusting. You have to be like tall enough to do that. It's like... Also... Like, never mind. Like, oh, women are so much cleaner than guys until you go ha have to go clean their toilets. And then mm -hmm. there's there's all the stuff because it's like ooh I don't want to touch the toilet seat because it's dirty so I'm gonna hover and get all this all over the place <laughs> and it wouldn't be dirty if you just sat down uh -huh. and didn't get your three different kinds of fluids all over the place. <laughs> Women have a third type of fluid, Emma. We all have you a have third type of fluid. Jordan. A fourth, then you have a fourth type of fluid. What? <laughs> How do I keep doing this? I don't know. How you're... do I keep adding on, like, stitches plural to the end? Because you're bad at knitting. I'm going to stab you by knitting needles. No, I refuse They're to be bad tungsten. at knitting. I refuse to be bad at knitting. I have to be good at knitting. I will not rest until I can knit. It looks nice to me. Man, it looks... I mean, like, what's it supposed to... Like, like what are you it's making? It's gonna be a scarf. Okay, it's so... It's gonna be a scarf for my beautiful girlfriend. You're well on your way to making a scarf, then. But it's gonna be a triangle instead of a rectangle. Hey, if it's a triangle, it'll be a shawl. Yeah, or I like, like better. Or, like, what if you do, like, a... You do, like, a... Like, a... Kind of scarf, you know? Like a... I don't know how to do that, though. That's the thing. Well, that's what you're doing I, right now. I don't know how I'm doing this, though. I like the holes. <laughs> it's cool. It's like you like the holes. Yeah, it's goth. Oh my goodness. It's very bohemian, Emma. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be a cool goth looking It's like how my favorite jacket for a while was one I found on the side of the road. <laughs> I remember that. 
Oh my goodness. You know, We're trash people. You don't you don't remember that? I don't remember you wearing it, but I remember the story. Okay, yeah, cuz I got that I got that jacket in middle school. Famously. No. And then you made fun of me for going dumpster diving, which is just like I made fun of you for eating food out of the dumpster. <laughs> dumpster it didn't diving do is any bad. Dumpster diving is fine, but like picking Food. Okay, out and of the good food. That's the thing. <laughs> you know what? I was happy with my with my sour cream. So <laughs> I forgot it was sour cream. Oh, you are disgusting. That needs to be refrigerated, and you got it out of a dumpster. And you're like, ooh, this would be good on some tacos. It was still cold. It was fine. There was no oh. ice on it. Like you know, like how you know, how I talked about, like, oh, I have to deal with so many crates of cabbages. Uh-huh. I also have to deal with like condiments and stuff having to be refrigerated. And it's like, okay, ketchup can stay in the warehouse, but this has to go into the refrigerator because if it gets above fifty degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> People will get sick from it. But you know what? I was fine. Yeah, because you will eat anything, Emma. You're like... This is not true. Like, There's many things that I won't like, eat. the stomach of a cow. I have iron stomach. Like you, a goat. You have a goat's you have stomach. You have the stomach of a goat. You can eat anything and be fine. Like, food sits out for, like, five days on the counter, and you're all like, oh, yummy snack. Mm, mm, <laughs> I delicious. like the taste of the fermentation, okay? Oh, well, a, a, a well-aged uh, strawberry pop-tart. A well-aged, half-eaten strawberry pop-tart been sitting on the counter for five days. <laughs> mm, can't yes. eat pop-tarts. It's can't? weird. I can't. No, my body is weird. My body... I can eat things that have sat out for days and days and days. I can eat things that should have been refrigerated but weren't. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. But for whatever reason, like, certain red dyes okay, but, turn my stomach into a war zone. Okay, because I was going to ask, you can't eat Pop-Tarts. Because of the... But when we moved in here, you were buying so many Pop-Tarts. I was not buying so many Pop-Tarts. We I don't t- remember there being Pop-Tarts. We never had Pop-Tarts because... We had, the, we had Pop-Tarts and we had the little Pop-Tart Bites. Oh, well, because yeah. there's, a, there's a difference. The Pop-Tart Bites don't use gelatin in the icing, mm. so I can have the Pop-Tart Bites. I can't have the actual Pop-Tarts unless I get the unfrosted one, and like, what's the fucking point? You know? I could really I go... Like Pop-Tarts. I'm, I might pick up some Pop-Tarts after this, to be honest. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. I like Pop-Tarts only because of like, like the time in my life that they represent. Like, I feel like if I ate one now, my body would destroy itself. I hate it. I hate that I'm 22 and already I'm having a difficult time processing sugar. Jordan! I get depressed on days when I eat too much candy. Like, it's the worst. It's like, oh wow, I've, I've got a car. I've got money. I can go buy a shit ton of candy and no one can tell me not to eat it. But then I have to tell myself to not eat it because I know I find it depressing. It's the worst. I hate being a grown-up. This shit sucks. I mean, I would have eaten more bowls of Fruity Pebbles in a day if it weren't, like, inconvenient. Because normally, when you eat multiple bowls of cereal... You take the milk with you. You take the milk with you, but with Fruity Pebbles, you gotta drink the milk because you reach a certain point where it becomes a porridge. Which I actually like. I like it. Porridge? It's a fruity porridge. It's delicious. But you won't eat oatmeal. I hate oatmeal, but I like fruity pebbles. Oatmeal is disgusting. I love oatmeal. It smells strange. When I was a little kid, I was obsessed with brown sugar. Like, I just wanted to eat, like, straight (laughs) chunks of brown sugar all the time. And my mom would only let me have brown sugar on oatmeal. So I would 
like make the smallest bowl of oatmeal possible and then put as much brown sugar on it as I could get away with it and then I would cherish the brown sugar and then just like shove the oatmeal down you like, know like just get rid of it yeah I love oatmeal I unironically am a huge oatmeal person I like savory oatmeal like oatmeal with like black beans and onions and salsa and hot sauce and sour cream and a fried egg on top. I could probably go for that more than I could for like sweet oatmeal. Yeah, it's like grits basically, yeah. but it's just oats. Yeah. I've never had grits. You've never had grits? No. Aren't you like 25? Didn't yeah. you grow up in the South? I didn't grow up in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Not like... I'm surprised uh, your grandma never made you grits. My grandma doesn't make herself grits. Like, no one, no one in my life that I can recall has ever made grits once. Like, we're not a... What about us? Have you made grits? Yeah, Yeah, we make grits grits all the time. time. We love grits. Well, I've never had the grits. I'm making you grits, I guess. Emma makes absolutely delicious grits. Thank you, baby. This sounds so unappetizing. Grits. Listen, man, there's nothing gritty about them. Unlike Philadelphia. Hey. What? Gritty. The mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers is uh, a big orange freakazoid called Gritty. Oh, yeah. My road trip was going to... I wanted to have a grander road trip, so I'm going to Point Pleasant and um, uh, Mounds Mill, West Virginia. But I want... While I was looking at the map charting my route, I saw, oh, I can go to Pittsburgh, and then I can just go over to New York, and then I can go to Philadelphia and Baltimore... But then someone told me, you need papers to enter New York, and I thought better of it, you know? It's so funny. It's like a weird dystopian hellscape. Like, the weird dystopian hellscape hasn't touched us here that much. So, like, I forget that there's a pandemic going on where, like, oh, yeah, the, the borders of New York City are closed unless you have a doctor's note. Okay, crazy thing. We were going to go to New York. We were. The Spring break. week... That the pandemic happened. That was our plan. Our plan was to go to New York. Yeah. Like, but then the pandemic happened and we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Ham. Thankfully, I procrastinated and didn't book a hotel yet, mm-hmm. so. And I didn't buy any tickets to any shows. Yeah. We were going to go see Beetlejuice. Yeah. Jira Northam has some Beetlejuice, new restrictions coming. Beetlejuice. Yes. I know that last night was the last night that you could, like, go out to a bar past 10 p.m. Yes, and uh, tragic. Public public gatherings have been reduced down to twenty five people, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the size, size of the venue. If it's indoors or outdoors, yeah, so uh, no more partying for a little while, which is fine. None of us were really partying anyway. I know you guys like periodically went to the park sometimes. We went once. Only once. I thought you went a couple times. I think you guys went once, and then while you were out of town, Emma and I think went and that was weirded out and I'm like I want to leave this place is weird like this you know because like I would I had my mask on and I was drinking my rum and coke and like kept having to take it on and put it off and and it was a pain and it was a pain in the ass and it was weird and it didn't seem like a very fun night so I didn't want to like stick around and yeah. hang out we're talking about the night you and I went to the park when Georgia was out of town and yeah, how was I was depressing. weirded out by it it was just a depressing experience. Well, you keep on to go to the park, and I'm like, eh. eh. It's... Yeah, I, it's a very particular flavor of depression that I kind of like. <laughs> you know? I don't want to pay 
twenty dollars to be depressed. <laughs> That's fair. To go hang out in a sweaty room painted flat black with awful music playing. <laughs> it's a fun depression. It's a sexy young depression. Yeah. It's a sexy French depression. Stop making clicky clacky noise. Look at that. Do you see that? See that spike? little pip? <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's gonna unsubscribe from us because of these pips. It's a satisfying feeling. Well, this isn't an ASMR podcast. And you hate bullied. ASMR. I do. Would you want also hate being bullied, Somebody Georgia? Little have little taps next to your ear <laughs> when you got headphones in watching our podcast. You know that I wouldn't, and yet you're both doing it. I'm being bullied. I'm, I'm clinking the dice. You know, what, I'm gonna just start like, like, like Nick giving time here. Okay. So you do whatever you want. Uh -huh. Um, I don't care about this podcast. I have a different parasocial uh project I, going on right I, now. For a second, I thought you were gonna say, "I don't care about you." <laughs> I am out of here. The Beatles are broken up. <laughs> Yeah, really, damn. I'm gonna come out with my solo album and get um, killed by Parker, Ray, whatever. I forget his name. He deserved to die. He was a piece of shit. Fucking, um, what was the... Did the nation a favor. Uh, fuck, it'll come when, back to me later. Why was a wife beater, like... Who was a wife beater? John Lennon. John Lennon. Oh, yeah. Did the was... world a favor by getting rid of that guy. Yeah. My, um... Your. One of my favorite professors is absolutely obsessed with the Beatles. Mm. I hope she gets better soon. He. Damn. I well, hope he gets better soon. When was he born? How old is he? Um, like, would he have been around? Yeah. Okay. So, like, what's our generation's equivalent of being obsessed with the Beatles? Is it Harry Potter? Being a One Directioner. No one's a One Direction. So many people are a One Direction. I've got co-workers that are One Directioners. I, I think it's more likely that you'd be dealing with people who are way into the Jonas Brothers. But no, yeah. I mean, like, what's the phenom of our I'm you, age? It's One Direction. I, I think it's Harry Potter. How many people are, like, crazy stupid into Harry Potter? I guess? I don't know. I mean... Do you want? Do you not want to come out with a hot take? I don't like to think about Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I like to ignore Harry Potter's existence. I used to love Harry Potter. Yeah, I read. I all have the bad habit of getting really into like media made by bad people, like uh, yeah. Harry Potter, Twilight, Black Butler. Well, Oof. next thing you're gonna tell me you're, you liked Italia, like. I think... Did you like Italia? Okay, so the <gasps> Italia story is really interesting because I never watched Italia, but all my friends were really into Italia, so I spent a lot of time in the Italia fandom because, like, my friends talked about Italia so much, but then when I actually watched Italia, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is some, like, Nazi propaganda. Yeah, I'm that's out. literally what it is, yeah. But I spent, like, two years being into Italia before I actually watched Italia. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like, um... I don't know, like... What are we gonna tell our very Jewish children? Uh, Georgia loves Italia and thinks Germany is cute and husbando material. I didn't like Germany. 
only liked Switzerland. Hey, I don't like Germany either. <laughs> Germany, Italia, what is... I forget what that looks like. It's all, like, chibi. No. Germany's not chibi. Germany is... Sundere, I guess. That's Germany. He's very tall. He's blonde. Oh my god. He's wearing a Hugo Boss uniform. I hate it so much. So, Georgia, just just to recap. Japan uh Japan is weird, though. You had a tangential Uh interest in Italia. Uh And you've only really ever dated Jewish people. Do you want to see live-action Germany? No, God, no. I'm showing you. That's live action oh, Germany. God. I hate it. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> that's a hate crime, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm not sure who against. Well that's that's always the thing you hear when it comes to like adaptations of shit is like the Japanese movie industry is weird and strange and a lot of the movies suck. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, we're doing a Western remake. And that's like, no, but whitewashing, though. And it's like, okay, that's valid. But then you take a Japanese story about Western stuff like Hitalia, where it's like, oh, hey, here's Germany, played by a very Japanese man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing with the Full Metal Alchemist movie, where it, like it was coming out around the same time as the Ghost in the Shell movie. And you had like the weird inverse mm-hmm. of it. Where it's like, I don't know, it's it's always very strange and unusual. And honestly, I'm at the point in my life now where I like, I don't think everything needs a movie adaptation. I've been there for years, I completely agree. Especially like video games where it's like, people, like, it's weird how like, um, there will be this feeling of like, oh, the cool thing that I like is saved because Hollywood came down and plucked it from obscurity and made it a movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas like video games have gotten to a point where like, it's a really cool thing that you can experience. That's really yeah. good. Like things can be good in their own medium without having to compare them to other mediums. I honestly, I greatly dislike, if not hate, in television shows yeah I think that you are taking away like you were saying like what's nice about it which is the interaction Mm -hmm. and trading it in for shitty CGI with real people and there's like some instances where like I'm like okay I kind of like that where it's like if there's if I'm gonna watch an adaptation of something I at least want to have something cool in it like the Silent Hill 1 movie because Christoph Gans really liked the Silent Hill video games Mm -hmm. and wanted to incorporate a lot of stuff in them and he has a lot of really cool camera shots and monsters mm-hmm. and pyramid head pyramid head like rips the skin off that lady and it's awesome and it's totally. cool but like there's over an hour of the silent hill movie by christoph gans that's on the cutting room floor and do you know what all that stuff is all the cool shit from the video game no it's them wandering around the town lost which I guess technically is the be- the most video game part of the video yeah. game. Yeah. Is like but like they they cut That's out the central part of the video game. Is like just being lost in the town, yeah. But like um it doesn't like I don't need a good adaptation because it's like the the source material is already really good. Mm. Yeah. I just feel like adaptations whatever they're adapting because I think 99 times out of 100 what you're adapting is like a whole huge more amount more con- content 
than what you're creating. Like, a movie scene can be, like, what, like, two, two and a half hours at most, probably? Yeah. And you're, like, let's say you're taking him just, like, The Last of Us and turning that into a movie. That's, like, a 25-hour game, the base, like, The Last of Us 1. And uh, it already basically is a movie. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you're condensing that 25 hours into two and a half hours. You're going to inevitably leave out a lot of important content. Yeah. And, like, character creation and what have you. Yeah. What's your favorite adaptation, Georgia? The Hitalia live-action adaptation. Oh. I can see you through the scarf. You look very sad. bullying me. (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me? bullying Emma for, like, a while. (laughs) You guys are always bullying me. There's not a day that goes by when I'm not bullied in my own home. Oh, my God. Is this incorrect? I'm not going to show this to Emma. I'm going to show this to Georgia. No, I need to see it. Some... Italian fan art. I'm like, protect look. my girlfriend from having to see that shit. But look at him; he has a little cute German Shepherd. <laughs> I just finished a row, so I got like a free needle. What a uh. what? A what? <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate. This takes us back to our food fight conversation. Yeah. Of like trying to sexualize uh, Hitler for the children. Horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it is. For kids. PBSKids.go. Like, it's just. You know, the Allies tried to make Hitler trans. What? What? There was an effort. Uh, an effort in subterfuge in World War II where they were trying to sprinkle estrogen on Hitler's food oh my God. to make him more effeminate and less aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and he already had one missing nut. Really? So, yeah. So like, I did not know that. So like, yeah, it, uh, what if what if Hitler was trans? So brave. Bro. <laughs> oh my God. I know where you live. Like, yeah. you're playing with fire. You're gonna get burnt. I know where you sleep. <laughs> yeah, sleep well, very comfortably on that bed. It's awesome. Sun is setting. I hate that the sun leaves us so early now. I miss okay. her. I feel the urge to go wash my hands. Why? Because I'm obsessed. Okay. Ah, are you okay? All right. Well, I think that's uh, as good a place as any to uh, end the show. I just dropped a stitch. Fuck. Okay. This has been the second episode of Girlfriend, Girlfriend, Ex-Boyfriend. It sure has. I'm a failure at, at, at knitting. Yeah. What, learned. What's going to be your activity next week that distracts next you? Next week, quilting. You're going to be doing quilting I'm doing on quilt squares. Yeah. Okay. Well. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying the knitting thing. I really want to learn how to knit. I, I want way too much yarn today because I want to learn how to knit. I want to knit myself a sweater vest. It's going to happen, God damn it. You're strange. Anyway, from girlfriend, girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, this is Lord Jordan. Emma. Streamer Georgia. Uh, Everybody's got a title now. Knitter Emma. How's that? Signing up. Well, (laughs) don't say that. Why? Because it sounds too... Yeah. What's up, my knitter? (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke on Bob's Burgers. You're a thief. Uh, (laughs) It's been a million years since I've seen it. All right. Goodbye, everyone.